Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Justin Jeffrey, and today we are doing an episode which we actually haven't ever covered before. So I thought instead of having one person come on and talk about this category, why not have two? I have two IFBB pros literally take us through every single bit of the fitness category. Now, I've spoken about the fitness category in previous episodes. Now, this is going to get really complicated for people, and I do apologize, but this isn't the, when I say fitness in this episode, it isn't fitness fashion-esque. This is a completely different side of the fitness category, but it's more ISBB, the more like grassroots bodybuilding, because from what I know, it's one of the earliest kind of categories that were actually around. So I have the lovely Alex Small and Tamara Graham on the podcast. So welcome, girls. How are we? Thank you. I'm good, Jazz. Both their hair is looking like flawless right now, so I definitely need to get myself some hairdressers like ASAP. I look like a a pink lollipop. (laughs) All about that. As long as it's sugar-free, I'm down. Like, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta be sugar-free. Are you both on prep right now? Like, what's the current situation? So I'm mini-cutting at the moment. Obviously, this was my planned year off just to grow for the physique side of the category. So we pushed food up pretty high and um, we just wanted to bring body composition just a little bit better. So I am nearing the end of my mini-cut at the moment. But Cam, you're on prep, aren't you? Yeah, and so I'm 14 weeks out now, just under 14 weeks out. I did start prep like at the beginning of lockdown. Then all the shows got moved to the back end of the year. So I've just kind of just gone back off my prep, hired my calories, and then now gone back into prep. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I'm going to be able to do Alicante Pro. Amazing. <laughs> yes, it's going to be so good. <laughs> so much fun. So let me get this right. Alex, Kamara's yep. approach, right? Yep, that's correct. Right. I think <laughs> there's quite a lot, like, fitness pros, one of them being the coach and one of them, like, but they compete in the same category. That's really, really interesting. Like, how long have you guys been coaching? Like, how long has the coaching relationship been going, basically? So, basically, when I won my pro card last year, I needed somebody that understood um, my category. And, obviously, Cam was, like, so good at the fitness category. So, I was like, Cam, we'd already be doing posing and stuff together. So, it kind of just made sense. So, we've been working together since November. So, quite a long time now, actually. But it's just that, I guess, like when it's the same category you just understand about fitness is so unique in the sense of you need to understand about their recovery and just their routines a lot different than somebody that would be competing in like a bikini category or figure. Mm. So Kamara did you always have a coach like who like who do you are you coached by a JP if I'm correct? Uh, no I'm coached by Cuba um, but I'm then sponsored by JP um, but when I when I went for my pro card, which I didn't originally go for my pro card, but when I got my pro card, I coached myself for that one. Wow. Um, I've coached myself quite a little, quite a lot as well. Like I've coached myself to, for two shows before, and then I had a coach for a little short amount of time, um, and then coached myself for the show that I turned pro at, um, and now I'm under Cuba. But I kind of do like my own side of the fitness stuff all myself, and then just tell him what I need to do for my recovery kind of thing. Like, I need to do this, I need to do that. And he just, like, adds that in. So we kind of work together on that side of things. But he takes complete control of all my training and my and my diet, and then I sort out my fitness side. Whereas with Alex, like, we kind of, obviously, Alex has her own mind and what she wants to do in her routine, what she wants to do. But we kind of, we're going to work together, like, very shortly. We've literally just been on about it, about sorting her routine out for next year. So we're soon going to be working to, together to kind of bring her routine together. So that'll be kind of like a joint thing because it's really funny with me and Alex. Like, my weaknesses in fitness are Alex's strengths and my strengths are Alex's weaknesses. And they work together really well. Yeah, uh, so not well. just as coaching client, but as friends as well, because we are really yeah. good friends. So, what's the strengths just... and the weaknesses between you two? That I'm interested to know. Yeah, Alex's <laughs> gymnastics is amazing. <laughs> like Cam's amazing. <laughs> I love that. And so, like, I just want to create like a hybrid of like you both. Like you know, in things you can create two people and merge them. I just want to do that yeah. with you now and just see. yeah. Like, Cam's yeah. stacked, but I can flip and stuff. 
Yeah, like Alex's Alex tumbles and gymnastics and flexibility is amazing. Like, it's so, so, so good. But then I'm a lot stronger on, like, say, the jumps. Like, I can jump real yeah. high. Um, my press-ups are very strong. My holds are quite strong as well. So anything balancing All holds, your strength elements are unreal. So good. Yeah. So I want to go first into both of you a little bit. We've kind of briefly touched on that. Alex, Kamara. Uh, Alex first and Kamara next. How long have you both been competing for? I started, well, I actually started my bodybuilding journey last year. It was around my birthday. I'd just turned 19. So that was, I've been competing and in the sport for about a year and a half now. Not long at all. So yeah, I was a gymnast before that. So that's obviously why we made the connection with the fitness category. Um, but yeah, I've only been doing it since since about March time last year. Not long. <laughs> oh, what about yourself? So I've been competing. Well, I've been training altogether six years. I've been competing five years, um, and I've done like numerous other categories before falling into fitness. So it weren't my first category to do, and I've done quite a few federations as well. But I think altogether, I've done around fifteen, sixteen shows. I can't actually remember every show that I've done because there's so many. I like I, I went through a phase of like jumping through like quite a few shows just to get experience because I felt like I was so unconfident on stage mm. that I wanted that more confidence. So I kind of chucked myself into a couple of shows to kind of build that up from there. It takes time, I think, sometimes. Mm. I guess that like, Alex is potentially. I might be talking completely out of turn here, but I guess with gymnastics, you're used to performing and having people watch you, whereas I don't know about yourself, Carol. Like I was like. Deer in headlights, freaked out, and I did. It did take me a few shows to kind of be like, okay, I actually know what I'm doing now, and I don't lose my head completely when I'm on stage. Whereas the first few times, I don't remember most of it really. Like for me, the routine part has always been the best bit. Like I've always loved that, and I've always never really been that nervous about it. Even when I did like tone figure, I really enjoyed the routine side of stuff. It's more the posing. I was so like, like a like a deer in headlights kind of thing I just I just stand there and just like feel like I was shaking from head to toe I just felt like everything was shaking when well like when you look back on the videos you're not actually shaking I think it's more just that you think you are but the nerves yeah, on the I was you're, proper, nervous. you're proper good at um performing as well Cam like your routine's always sick. <laughs> so what half reason federation did you do before you did the IFBB MPC two rows. I have to have more different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've done NABA, I've done PCA, and I did do. I think one of my. I think my first show and my second show was IBFA, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just went into NABA and then just went into PCA because kind of PCA um, become a lot bigger by that point. So I just kind of stayed in PCA and then after that went to like two rows. So was it always? Was it a toned figure? Was it athletic figure? Like, which side of the coin was you on? So, when I first entered, I did toned figure first-timers in my first show. And then I went to the British, still a toned figure. And then at the British, they told me that I could do with moving up the category. Now, because it was my first year, I was really quite nervous about it. So, the following show after that, I just stayed in toned figure because I felt comfortable. And then the year after that, I thought, right, now's my time. I can build a little bit of muscle and kind of move up. So after that, I moved up into athletic. Um, but I was weird because I, w- I all could always bounce between athletic and toned because I was a smaller end of athletic and, like, the size of toned, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you know how some of the athletic girls can be quite small, like a similar size to toned figure? Mm. Um, I kind of fit in between that, and it just all depended on my condition, on what I did. So I could bounce in toned figure, like, when I'm about four weeks out, and then go to athletics, so that's kind of what I did. I did mess around and jump in a couple of little shows, but um, I I honestly preferred toned figure, but my body wanted to do athletics, and then <laughs> it kind of kind of just fell But your mind saying one thing, and you're like, "Body's doing that. That's interesting." So yeah. why did you both? If, I think Alex, it would probably make I I completely get why you went into the fitness category, but why did you both decide? Like, there's so many categories and fitness. I would say it's not the most popular. Like, I'm just going purely from when I've been to shows, when I've panned at shows, there's never a lot of fitness, right? So why did you guys decide that fitness was the category 
that you wanted to really fully dedicate yourself to? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when I got into the sport, my um, coach at the time, she was like, oh, there's this fitness category, you're, you're a gymnast, you should do this category. And I kind of started looking into it and I was like, okay, this is kind of sick. Like, this is like a combination of building and being a bodybuilder, but also getting to combine that with doing gymnastics. I was like, this is like where I'm meant to be. Kind of just made so much sense. Um, and yeah, I've never looked back since. It's literally... I love the category, but I think it's so quiet because it's not very heard about in the UK. So I think that maybe with it's, once it's like we kind of raise a bit more awareness about the category and when people start to know more about it, then maybe it will become more popular. What about you, Cam? Yeah, so um, my kind of background, is I, um, I did do gymnastics when I was younger. Uh, I did like gymnastics, I did trampolining, I did taekwondo, I did swimming. I think when I was younger, I literally had something every single night of the week. Um, so I've always been quite athletic and things like that. And I, when I originally wanted to do toned figure, the first time I competed five years ago, I actually wanted to do fitness in UKBFS at the time because two rows obviously wasn't around, it was UKBFS. Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to do that. But when I looked at the girls, they was all a lot bigger than what I was and I kind of wanted to get there but I knew it'd take me a couple of years to get to that standard so I thought I'm gonna just compete for now get used to doing it and then jump across to UK BFS so I kind of went into tone figure and then thought right after some time of building up some muscle I thought right now it's time to take a year out and then go to UK BFS now within that year that I took out it changed from UK BFS to two rows well they kind of split didn't they UK BFS split up into two federations UK BFS and two rows so then that point I had the decision of which one do I go to which didn't really take much deciding just because two rows goes to IFBB which goes to the Olympia whereas the other one's just a, I think IFBB a, elite pro card which I, I don't really know where that goes so I kind of just went down the route of, of the Olympia so for me it was more like that fitness is like Alex has said you can do a mixture of what you've done in the past so my gymnastics and things like that in the past and, and dance and stuff as well as putting that together with doing bodybuilding so as much as I love bodybuilding you get to do both and I think it's more of a challenge than just doing like just doing figure or just doing bikini because you've got two you're basically essentially competing in two things on the day so you've got your routine to perform as well as just doing your posing so like people worry about doing going on stage and doing their posing and that and their eye walk and things like that never mind thinking oh after this I've got to run off stage get changed and come back on in a few hours and perform again like and in a routine so you've kind of got all that going off and you've got you need to have all the energy to do both so I just enjoyed the excitement the fact that I can do two things at once like I can do two compete on two things that I love doing on the same day I think it's just amazing and it's just such a challenge throughout the whole prep as well like it's not just on the day like it is such a challenge um like training and and and, you know working around your recovery and things like that it's really good it's so important that you find like a coach that will get the balance yeah yeah 100% I always like to just make sure people who are in the UK two bros is NPC I feel like I always need to translate yeah yeah sorry sorry uh, oh god but yeah two bros is the NPC for the Americans that are listening but no definitely and I think even I guess from your day today, I'm thinking when I'm on prep, you're doing cardio, you're doing your training, you're doing your food, blah, blah, blah. And then you do the posing. Now, usually, if I'm at the gym sometimes, if I'm doing my posing before I start my training and then I'm doing my cardio, I can sometimes be there for easy, like, two, three hours. Now, for you guys, not only are you having to do all of that, you're then having to do your routine practice as well. Like, how much time does that actually take up realistically in your schedules a lot of time it does it is quite filling within your day so just a basic run through of how it's going to work because Alex is like yet to be on prep uh so she's going to find all this out which is going to be amazing (laughs) but um yeah so basically the way I do it and and the way Alex is going to be doing it for her prep is posing usually is done every morning so after your cardio or your morning walk um, or, or just after your breakfast, just pose straight away. Um, get your, even if it's half an hour to an hour, however long you want to take between that time, get that posing done at first thing in the morning so that that's done out of the way. I usually do all my skills. So 
if it's an upper body skill, so say for example, handstands or push-ups or holds or straddle hold levers, anything like that is done on your, so we do a split of push-pull legs. I know a lot of people do everything different, but so push is like mainly shoulders, chest, and then pull is like all back and, and, and a little bit of arms in there as well. And then you've got your leg day. So on the push day, we'll do anything upper. So any, like I said, any, any sort of holds, any handstands, any sort of um, upper body movement will be done on push day. So after you train push, you would then go and do your skills straight after you trained. And then same for pull. So pull would be like any, usually any sort of tumbles or any, any sort of skills that you're doing there, like back tucks, anything like that um, can be done on that day. Leg day is usually just left, just leg day because it's quite um to recover your body anyway yeah and then your rest days we try and leave them as rest days as much as we can but i do know it doesn't always work like that because i i go and see another woman that helps me put together my routines she's like basically like a dance dance coach and i use her studio and we work together and we put together my routines like with my input and her input we kind of make our routines up so i know that i can only see her on one day and it's the same day every week so my split changes so push pull legs with like rest either side of the legs um, means that my split changes weekly. So it falls on a different day. Now with it falling on a different day, it means that I could go see Kim and it could be leg day or could go see Kim and it could be a, a rest day. So I kind of have to find a way around that. So the way that I do it is I just do it on that day, but I do it after I've trained. So I have to train first. So say if it's leg day and it falls, I have to do my routine practice which is like a full run through of the whole routine, not just skills, like the full run through. Um, if I have to do the full run through, I do it after I've trained. So I train probably like early running the day, 11, 12 o'clock, and then do my routine practice on the evening after I've had a couple of meals or something in between. And then I also drink an intra. So the intra that I drink for my training, I then drink in my training um, for my gymnastics as well. So that just keeps you going throughout your routine as well. Like obviously it's very tiring. It's a full two minutes of you just jumping around and doing backflips, so you definitely need that. But that's kind of basically how I work my days and structure my weeks. But it does fall different for everybody, like not everybody's the same. We might find that Alex might not recover from that, so we might need to change things along them lines. But that's how I kind of base it, and then we just go from there. So you just do your skills after each upper and lower body part, and then your routine practice. Usually just once a week to start off with. Um, you can do more, but it just depends on how you recover from it. So how far out yeah. did you actually start working on your routines then? Like, did it a case of, like, I do for me, you kind of practice it all the time, don't you? But is it a case that you really, with the routines, I guess, you, is it because there's a lot more work into it, is it more strategic to kind of, like, in your off-season, start piecing together bits and start working on it now is that the ideal where you would kind of set something up obviously yeah so obviously like you'll practice your skills and tumbles and jumps and whatever you've got in your routine you'll practice it all the time for me my last prep because I was I didn't really have a fitness coach I was a little bit less organized so I created my routine throughout my prep and I'm not going to lie that was a lot of stress on my body but since working with Cam, as we're saying, our routine will be finished, completed before we actually go into prep. So it's just a case of the finishing touches and polishing it off and a lot less stress. And I'll be able to actually sit back, not sit back, but just kind of relax a little bit more with my routine. And you're finished your routine now as well, Cam, aren't you on for prepping? You're just kind of yeah, polishing yeah, just, it up. Yeah, just, just about finished now. Just a case of polishing it up and just getting things everything polished and clean yeah amazing I think let's go into how it works then so you have your routine we briefly spoke about that but how is the fitness category if someone has no idea how is the fitness category different in terms of criteria in terms of the setup like how the split run because if you're anyone else pretty much it's just your comparison right so yeah give me a bit of an insight into how that works so the criteria and how it's split in between your routine your comparisons and also like when it comes to comparisons well, I guess I'm for both of them what do what do the judges look for I'm going to be very like blase here and say my assumption is from what I know is that the comparisons are fairly similar to figure but 
the way the marking is, it's slightly towards the routine. Is that correct? Yeah, so um, the you've got your physique round and usually in the morning and then you've got your um routine round and the physique round's worth forty percent and it is judged the same as the figure girls would get judged. And then obviously so it's like your quarter turns and you'll have your eye walk and then you'll go away and have a little rest usually in the pro shows and then you will go back on stage and do your routine round. Your routine round's worth sixty percent and they judge it on what you need to have in it cam you need a high kick a straddle yeah, hold a straddle jump a high kick straddle hold split and what's the last one there's one more is it not, is it not a straddle push jump up, push, no push oh, up, push up that's it yeah push up combo my god so just four things that you need to have in there that are like essential. obviously yeah so they're essential but obviously like when you do like flips and things like that the judges love it don't they cam yeah, yeah. It's not essential. You don't have to do it. For someone that say wanting to to get to go down the route of fitness, even if you don't do backflips or tumbles or anything like that, and you're just a dancer, I'd still say go for it because you can always learn. Like, yeah, all I, you need to do is start. You can learn. Yeah, it's easy to learn. Like, it's when you first start competing, you think, oh, I can't pose, and you think you're shocking at posing, and you probably are. But then, like, as you practice, you get better and you learn how to do it. That's exactly the same with tumbling and gymnastics and flexibility and things like that. If you're not that good, but it's something you want to do, there's no reason why you can't do it. There's literally no reason. And I think that's what scares people away from fitness is more that it's very unique and they think, oh, you've got to have a cheerleading, gymnastics, dance background, but you don't. As long as you if it's something are willing to learn. Do, yeah, and you're willing to learn, you can do it definitely. Yeah, because that was gonna be my next question, like what's the misconception <laughs> around the category when people are talking to you so I again I always have the assumption of you have to, not that you have to but it benefits you if you are a gymnast but I didn't and I didn't realize that the the tumbles and the stuff that I see that's actually not mandatory even it's though it's not part of the criteria is that Lola bring it in <laughs> not here for once <laughs> oh cute yeah. anyway <laughs> But um, yeah, so the misconception is like, I guess you don't have to be a gymnast then, no, but... No, no, definitely not. It could, it, like, if you've already got that background, obviously it's already there, it's already set in stone, and it is easier to be good at it straight away, but there's no reason why, if you want to do the fitness category, there's no reason why you can't learn. There's mm. so many people out there as well that, that will help you be able to tumble or to dance or to do gymnastics. You can do classes as adults, it's not, there's no reason why you can't get there. So considerations, I think, which might be quite interesting to note down, is how do you guys decide when it comes to your drawing, your shoes, your suits, and your outfits? And also, when it comes to the outfits, I only know this because of my spray tanning and stuff we get bronze. You guys have to be really careful sometimes because when you're yeah, you're changing from your suit to your outfit. Like there can be lines, and obviously, I know. I remember Alex, you wore you wore like a black later. Like I still remember your room. Mm. Like this is sick. Like I love it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, let's kind of break that down then. Jewelry and shoes. Do you make different? Obviously, with your fitness routine, you don't wear your shoes. Do you wear it? Do you not? I know for toned figure girls, when they come to me. They quite like stuff which is quite small because I don't want anything that's kind of gonna whack them in the face or kind of you know interfere with the routine. So do you guys make different considerations for that at all? Um, I guess for the physique crumbs, you can really wear what you want. Doesn't really matter. Um, like the difference between like say it's the same as like a figure physique crumbs. So any jewellery really goes, but obviously when you're doing your routine round. If I had jewellery on, I would be getting whacked in the face willy-nilly, so I, I just wouldn't wear any. Cool. Well, what you can. Yeah, I'm the same. I, um, I, I take all my jewellery out for my routine. I just think um, it's too much of a risk, especially if you've got dangly earrings in, or even just earrings in. I always find, like, it's so easy just to stab that in the side of your neck, and then that hurts, so, like, no. Yeah, imagine, imagine landing that. on that. Oh, no. Oh. I know. Oh, and, like, so sore always happens like I always put my hand on my hair and stuff like that because it's so long like I always like end up catching it and you've just got to kind of pull a face like it's not happening but um 
yeah it's, it's, it's too it's, it's too easy sure. to go wrong if you're wearing jewelry so yeah, yeah. Um, not, not in the routine now a lot of people wear shoes shoes in their routine to be fair but obviously it's mm. like trainers not heels like imagine trying to do backwards yeah, and that and heels <laughs> can you imagine i think um i wore some i would deck it <laughs> for mine i wore like i think they're called night pro valley something point three zero. oh yeah I know um, you had basically they go in between your toe and they're very mm. similar to like ballet I, I don't know what called because i don't do ballet yeah they like, wrap around your foot yeah they're like wrapped around your foot and um, but obviously it leaves your toes out so you've still got the grip of your toes but then mm. it has like a soft pad on on the ball of your foot so if you wanted to slide on it to like because i did a bit where i slid it into slits and mm. um, well i kind of dropped into it really and but i needed my feet to glide on the floor and every time i practiced it without like anything on my feet my feet either got sweaty and just stuck to the floor and didn't move mm. or one leg slid and the other one didn't and i did not want that on stage so i gathered that i needed something to prevent that from happening and um, because i don't know whether it's just me but when i get like yeah oh my god a bit clammy I- and a bit sweaty I proper slipped on my first performance on the mm. stage. Like my feet were yeah. proper sweaty. I was like, oh my god. So yeah. the next time I put chalk on my feet and it was proper good. Yeah. Yeah, chalk. If you're gonna go barefoot, chalk's quite a good idea. Or just get something that has got grip but also allows you to slide and move. But I know a lot of the American girls they like to wear trainers. They like it. Yeah. Mm. They like to wear the you know, the two split the um I know blocks do them like the two split trainers. Um, so it's got like a gap in the middle so you can still point your toe and still move flex your foot quite easily to, to do moves and stuff i just um, love point i just love pointed toes so i can't wear shoes yeah. I, I quite like the barefoot kind of look even if it is just wearing them little ballet things on but yeah um, what I you have they're like spot on mm. Aye, they're spot on so what do you do your hair then do you change your hair for the routine and the comparisons do you have the same yeah. hair like talking about that as well my routine scene was kind of like I was a broken doll yeah. so it kind of was a no-brainer to put it up like I was a ballerina like a kind of broken ballerina um but obviously it was down for the first round I mean the first show it was like I had to get changed and whip my hair up proper quick but um the where I won my pro card it was a lot more relaxed so I had a lot more time between so yeah that was it was good so I was like ready to perform you had your hair up as well Cam didn't you yeah, so for my physique round, I had it down, uh, just like this, but straight. And then for my routine round, I I just put it up on the top of my head, just because it was just easy and it was out of the way. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of girls did it down. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have it down for my um physique round, but I don't know if I'm gonna have it up for my routine round. I think I'm gonna have plastic maybe. I'm just thinking there's so many moves that I do that I don't think I can do with a with a bubble on my head. Because that really yeah. is quite a lot, especially if you're doing anything headstand, bouncing on your head wise, or rolling on yeah. your head. Um, a nice, like, nice away flats or something, it'd be tight to your head. I couldn't wear my hair down because if my hair was down, I'd be walking about the whole routine with my hair in my mouth. I'd look like I've got a moustache or something. I'd be walking about, cut, cutting about the routine like that. <laughs> I love it. So how do you guys decide on your outfits then? Like choosing one because you don't want something. I don't know. I guess you don't want something that's gonna cut into you. Assuming you don't want to wear white because you're tan. I wear white. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, you I have white on. She's a rebel. I know. She's dating. Um, she's off, she's off like, the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I think your routine uh, outfit. I think the way that you decide is you've obviously you've got to think of if you're gonna do a theme. You don't have to do a theme, but if you it's quite easy to base it off a theme so if you're going to do a theme it's best to kind of get that first have the idea and find some music is probably the next step so kind of think of what you want to go for find some music to go with what you're thinking about and and then pick your routine outfit from there and because if you're just gonna jump in and pick a routine outfit it might not fit what you're wanting to do so it is best and it's really good to get ideas as well because like Alex is she was like a broken doll, so she could think and, and pick things around her routine, uh, in, for a routine around that. Um, whereas mine, I did purge. So I wore a mask on mine as well, and I took it off halfway through my routine. I did all my routine outfit myself, like I made it. Um, 
which I probably won't do again. <laughs> it was it was really hard. Um, it's been there, you've done that, so yeah. I enjoyed doing it. Like on my prep, it cost me like twenty pounds. Everything was off eBay, and it was really it was time consuming to make, and it was quite fun to make. But I just think for the future, I know like now I'm like I I know I want this, and I couldn't make that so. It, it's it's too hard it just depends what you want but mine was just like a little two-piece so it was like pants at the bottom with like a little frilled skirt like a little uh crop top with like lace around the top and it was like tied at, at the top of my neck like a whole neck um and then i had a mask i covered it in like diamantes and splattered fake blood on it so i don't know have you seen the purge film i haven't no no so there's a girl in the purge and um she wears like a hair up and she's got like a wedding dress on and she carries around like a chainsaw and a machine gun and that sort of thing. And she wears like a mask that says "Kiss me on her forehead in blood." And so that that's kind of. Oh, we both we both did scary. Yeah, we both I did like scary. that. I, I like love that. Theme. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's intriguing. Like I love it. Mm. I, I like think it. it looks it looks so good. Like yours looked unreal because your costume was so good. Like when people's costumes don't match the routine, I feel like it's not given presenting the full package on the stage yeah. so the, yeah. i guess like the costume's such a massive factor towards the routine as well mm. yeah and i think they definitely look at that within the judging as well like i feel like they look at not only how you perform mm. but how you act and how you are and your mannerisms and your face facial expressions as well as your routine yeah. you name it yeah. you need to get in your routine um and you and your routine outfit and how like and um, sort of enthusiastic it is and how it sort of suits what you're doing as well so I feel like that's a big part of it. Mm. So like what sort of judging feedback have you guys had on your routines in particular? So basically I just need to work on my push-ups like my push-ups are like well you know what they're getting better because I'm, the next time they're going to look very different but the last <laughs> time my push-ups were not good well they were all right they weren't the best uh, so me, how make... do you judge like a good and a bad push-up um just like because <laughs> obviously you push you push yourself off the floor so like that's classed as like a strength element and basically mine just looked a little bit shit and weak so um that was my feedback just to improve my strength skills got good feedback on um the rest of the routine like the theme and um the skills in it but I just need to improve the strength side of it. With yeah. the push-up, like, sorry, I need, to, I need clarification on this. So the push-up right? do you have to push yourself completely off the floor? Is it just an actual push-up? You don't have to, but... Yeah, the push-ups are, like, it's a push-up combo of whatever you want to do. Right. So it's not just, like, you could just do push-ups, or you could do clap push-ups, you could do fly push-ups, you could do balancing, like, plunge push-ups, so like where you balance on your arms and just do planche push-ups, you do one-arm push-ups, you could do like jumping push-ups. There's, there's so many different, like if you type in on YouTube push-ups, there's like thousands of different push-ups. Yeah. Okay. So you just put together like a combination of a couple of different press-ups or one after the other. So then that becomes your push-up combo. So it could be anything. If you wanted to do basic push-ups, you could do basic push-ups. But they always judge on like how, how difficult and difficult the, the actual skill is, and then how well you um, execute form and, and execute that, that exercise. Oh my God, I'm so bad at push-ups. <laughs> like, I, I definitely know the fitness category for me, but after that conversation, I think, yeah, I, th I think we're really you guys to do the fitness part. But I'm, so judging feedback for you, Cam, like what sort of things have you had um, said to you, and what sort of things have you had to work on, especially for coming into this craft as well? Yeah, so um, mine was mainly like, they just said I need to really polish my routine. There was a little, a few little bits which I know looking back at it were sloppy um, and could have been better. But like Alex, I did the same thing and I started my actual routine at the beginning of prep, which was obviously another, another mistake which I won't ever do again. So I didn't have my routine ready. I started, I only did a 12-week prep. Yeah. And then within that 12-week prep, I put together my whole routine and relearn all my skills because I'd not backed up to in, in like two, three years. So I'd, I'd not done any gymnastics in a good two, three years. So wow. when you've not done something for so long, 
then to just jump in and start doing a back tuck it's quite like if, if Alex had not done a back tuck for a year and I had to do a back tuck she'd be like eh. you get that little that bit of fear it's you know like fear over the first time like me and Alex went to the field the other day and we was only walking like Lola and then we just started doing some random like skills and stuff on the grass and I've not I've not done a back tuck since I injured my foot um, and I injured my foot in like the beginning of lockdown so I think it had been about three months that I'd not actually done a back tuck but it's in my routine so Alex was like, you're going to have to get over the fear now and again, like, you're going to have to I told her she was. I told her she wasn't getting to go home until she'd done it. So yeah, she was like, we're not going home until you've done it. And she just made me do it. And she, was, she was like, just do it, just do it, just do it. She goes like, I wouldn't tell you to do it if you couldn't do it. And I did exactly. it. Exactly. And it was beautiful as well. It was such a good one. <laughs> but yeah, you do you do create that fear over something when you've not done it for long. So that's why you do need to do it in your off season as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh god, I would love to just have. Like, I really think if you're not on YouTube, guys, create a YouTube channel and just do like you gotta get every category and pick someone and get them to try and do a routine. I just think it'd be the that's funniest. such a good idea. That is such a good idea. You're oh my god, we need to do that. Yeah, let's do it. Come. Me, please, because I just I'm not that's five foot eleven, cool. right? So I just look like a clam. I just keep like. Are going. you? Yeah, I'm really. I tall. didn't know you were that tall, Jasmine. Mate. I'm too tall. Like, <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Alex, how tall are you? Uh, well, I think I'm 5'7", around that. 5'7 yeah. or 8. I thought, I thought yeah. you were 5'8". Five, five, I think I'm a BM, you know. I thought yeah. I was 5'8", but when I got measured, they said I was 5'7", but I'm sure I've been measured before and I was 5'8", so I think somewhere <laughs> somewhere around there. Something happens along there. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, I've, maybe like I've shrunk or something. I <laughs> Too many, too many years of gymnastics. <laughs> now, Cam, yeah. Cam's a midge. Cam's a midge. I'm, I'm five four. <laughs> oh my god. I'm tiny. <laughs> Seriously, I say this all the time, but the tall class is it isn't tall enough for me. Like it just isn't. <laughs> I need, need to be a tall tall class. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be like a tall tall class. But so when it comes to fitness, then um, with the amateur. Amateur, amateur. Oh God, I can't talk now. That's a new one. And then in the is there high classes? Do you are you guys all just have together? Because um, there's not be, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, if there was enough people, there would be high classes, and they would do it like a normal category. Um, but because there's not ever that many amount of people that compete in fitness, and um, we're all together. So until there's yeah. that amount of people competing in that category. They're not going to split it up because there's just no point. Yeah. Feel like we need to feel like we need to hang like banners and shit saying like join the fitness category. That looks yeah, people I feel like, like we need more fitness up. skills. But I do like that there's a lot more fitness skills in the UK now, and and people are looking. Yeah, at it's coming. Category. I like that. Definitely. Like YouTube channel girls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. I, I think we should do it, Alex. Well, we've had a few ideas, haven't we? We've got yeah. we've got things we've got big things coming. We've got things pending. Yeah, and we've got a little <laughs> together coming on. <laughs> Love it, love it. So, <laughs> so, so big up the fitness. Yeah. <laughs> the other question I have for you, I'm talking, this might be a misconception, this might not, but let's be honest, if you're doing this much activity and this much like strength elements in your day-to-day and all that sort of thing, I'm assuming you girls can eat more than us, us as in bikini girls, because you've actually got a lot more activity i'm assuming that you're maybe your steps are not don't have to go as high i'm assuming your cardio doesn't have to go as high or am i completely missing that it's um it's very individual i'd say and yeah. it's very down to person like the both have thing, quite a lot of food though <laughs> yeah yeah we do our food both our food is quite high um so food's usually reasonably high um but obviously that just needs to come down when you start pressing things like that um, but then obviously we have extras, so we'll have our interest, which is extra carbs and things like that during our gymnastics training, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but then obviously on prep, yeah, I think you, because you, your output is already so high from doing that, um, which is classes you're training, so it's essential. Then your like neat, for example, like your steps and stuff, yeah. it has to be as high. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the minute, I'm just doing like 12,000 steps, um, no cardio, and I probably won't have cardio in. At, if anything till like six weeks out and, and even if I do that'll probably be like half an hour top and it well it, it all depends I, I, I honestly don't know it depends how my prep goes um and it, each prep changes as well so you could do one prep one way and then next time it will have to change uh, mm-hmm. I think last prep I yeah. didn't do any cardio or any steps 
I didn't track my steps last time. I just did my usual day to day, and that was that was fine. Very this time, I'm kind of tracking my steps and stuff, so I know that I'm doing twelve thousand steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, it is it is very individual. But we're just we'll have to see how Alex's goes for hers now. Because um, to be fair, she's on like a fair amount of food, even though she's still mini cutting, she's still eating quite a lot. Um, yeah. And she has just started cardio again. Um, but that's going to stop soon. As soon as she finishes her makeup, we're going to come straight back off. Well, lower that back down and get her back off that. Yeah, definitely. And we're at the very, we're at like the proper back end of it now as well. And it's only been yeah. now that we've added it in. But yeah, definitely. Our output's more so. How long has your mini cut been, Alex? Well, we um, brought, we started bringing my food down. We just decided that we were going to do a recomp. Um, Obviously, we didn't have like great facilities and stuff to train in when lockdown happened. And if I was eating the way that I was eating, I would be fat if I wasn't training properly. Absolutely hammering in the food like it was crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, like two two McDonald's and uh, burgers and chips every night before bed, and that was just a sixth meal. This is never done your first like. Yeah, so so we just decided to like we, we knew it was time to kind of do like a recomp anyway, so we just decided now is the time, um, and it's just been ever so gradual because we know we knew that we've had this period of time, so we may as well use it wisely. Um, obviously, I've ju- it's just been so gradual, so we've still been able to maintain a good amount of food. Um, yeah. and as I say, we've just now added cardio. Should we cardio. start around about halfway through um lockdown, didn't we? I mean, usually we'd do it a little bit more aggressive, the yes. mini yeah. but because we've been in lockdown and her, like, output hasn't been able to be as high, so, like, the stimulus isn't the same as training at home than it is in the gym, so because it's a lot lower, um, we've had to be careful to make sure that she doesn't lose, like, muscle mass over this time, so we've had to keep her training um, quite hard and as, as intense as she can. Um, with what with what facilities she's got at the minute, and then obviously just do a cut quite gradual rather than like a very strict mini cut. Yeah. If we'd have just done like a like a usual mini yeah. cut, usually quite in and out. Yeah, you want to get out of it as quick as possible and get back into your off season. But for us, it's, it's because of the time that it happened, we've had to just kind of adapt to that, and it's had to be a little bit slower. But as soon as the gyms open back up, her calories are going to be able to go straight back through the roof, um, because we've brought them back down and, and neatened her up. So she's ready now for like as soon as she gets more stimulus. Yeah, yeah. push it, push it, and you have to push food straight back up. So that's good. Definitely. Good. So, Anna Cante for you, Cam. Any other shows that you're potentially looking at if COVID decides to planned anything else? (sighs) So excited for you. I know. It's more that um, where we can fly. I don't honestly know where we're going to be able to fly to. I know flights have started back. Um, within Europe to certain places but the only shows that have fitness at the minute is Alicante oh really yeah I'm going to do that one I know there is there is some obviously in America and Canada um, yeah that's mostly where they're at a lot see the thing is with fitness as well is that um European show wise um there was Romania not last year the year before or was it yeah, not last yeah, year. Yeah, two years ago, because they took it out for you last, last year, year when they were going to do it. And it's not in this year either. So that was one of our European shows that we've kind of lost. Hopefully, we're hoping it comes back. It'd be nice. Um, yeah. And then obviously, we've got the Spain Alicante that come out this year. So obviously, that's been moved from when it was earlier in the year to now, um, to 14 weeks' time. So I'm looking at doing that one. And if, if any more do arise or I can fly outside of the UK, then that'll be an option. But for now, it's just sticking to Alicante and hoping for the best that they that the borders sort of open and we can fly over to America because that'd be amazing. I didn't even know that was actually the case for fitness. I automatically assumed um, wrongly that every if there's a pro show, there's going to be fitness in it. Yeah, some pro shows are just bikini. Some pro shows could just be bikini and men's physique, mm. or you could turn up to a pro show and it could be everything. They're usually the bigger shows that have got, like, every category. So, like, it's similar to, like, the men's 212, where they don't have as many categories yeah, yeah. as, like, the men's open and things like that. They have a lot more categories. Bikini, there's a lot of bikini shows because there's so many bikini girls. So, like, the bigger the category gets, the more shows they put on for that category. So, if fitness, for whatever reason, like, went booming, they'd just put on in every show. 
because they know that people are going to do that. Whereas now, because it's, it's quite small, um, there's just not as many options for us. But I don't mind. I guess it means that we get to like travel to America and stuff like that, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if there were shows closer, you'd probably just do them. But I think it's nice to be able to get out to, to like America and things like that and compete there. I get an excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely an excuse. So if you, to end this podcast then, if you could give like any advice to anyone that wants to get into the fitness category, but are kind of unsure or like have like certain barriers like mentally, like what would you say to them? Do it. Hit us up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no. Um... My drop. <laughs> yeah. Just find a coach that's going to be able to help you. And yeah, just get started, really. You don't need to be a gymnast. You don't need to be a dancer. You can just, as long as you've got a coach and you are willing to learn and willing to put the work in, then why not? Just absolutely go for it. Yeah, I, I agree with Alex. It's definitely like, it's, the category is like as open as it is for you to be able to walk and do bikini. If you train, you can do bikini. Do you know, like, and, and if you want to train and do figure, you can do figure. There's no reason why you can't do that with fitness. You just need to, like Alex has said, put your effort in. Find someone who knows what they're on about, a coach that knows about fitness, someone that's going to be able to help with the recovery side of things because that's such a big aspect of it, and someone that can help implement things to put in place for your routine, give you advice on what to do on stage, how to, how to perform, how to act. Just someone that's got the whole like shebang and can do everything for you that just makes your prep so much easier. So it's just like you just listen to what they tell you to do and you do it. That's it. Yeah. it you, as long as you've got that, like I think anyone can do it. It's just it's, anyone can compete. Anyone can do it. If you put your mind to it, you want to do it, you can do it. It's just how much work you're willing to put in because fitness is the harder category. Mm-hmm. I'd say out of out of a lot of them because you're performing twice. Um, <laughs> Me, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I love <laughs> it. I was just like, the ice cream van. Like, yo, I'm here. No, yeah. Um, I, I think that as as long as you put you put your mind to it, you can. You, yeah, you can do it definitely. Love that. Definitely. If you want to do something that bad, you'll make it happen. Yeah. Like, if I want to get the splits, I I can I can do it then. Yeah. Like, damn right damn day. right <laughs> sorted. Sorted. so you guys hopefully know how this ends the last question which i haven't told you usually i say what makes you not just a bikini girl but you guys aren't actually bikini girls so what makes you not just a fitness girl so this has to be something which isn't related to fitness and it's something that people might not know about you Ooh, that's hard i know that's proper hard i know I like asking this one at the end because it throws everyone off. They're like, what? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> That's really hard because, like, not related to fitness, but, like, fitness includes, like, two parts of my life, like bodybuilding and then gymnastics. Well, yeah, and it's and it's our job. <laughs> Is it? So what are your jobs? Oh, uh, like, online coaching. Yeah, we both do online coaching. Um, and then and I'm also, PT. like, a, a sports therapist. I do that out of um, you know, out of Ulster Flex Rotherham. Yeah. I went there. Yeah. I went there and uh, rent a room there and work from there. My God, like your neat must be mega. You not only do fitness, you then have to work all day, basically. I wouldn't say punching people, but putting a lot of force <laughs> into people's bodies, like. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I thought that I could eat, but you have not seen how much cam cam food is on. It is mental. In your <laughs> off season, cam food was crazy. Having to like liquidate our food. Like cam was like eating for like a family. <laughs> My food bill was ridiculous. That's what makes you not just a fitness girl, because you can eat like you there can you eat for like a family. <laughs> that's your that's your one. I love that. What about you, Alex? Like, is there any, like, I don't know, like a random thing that, like, you really like doing, like, or like a hobby or just something really, really random? <laughs> I've had people be like, I love knitting to when I was younger, I, like, got a degree, an old degree, I got, like, a, I did a course in, like, pet grooming. I've had it all. I like doing things that give me a thrill. That's what makes me different. Like what? <laughs> I'm going to dig now, like what? 
I'm a I'm an adrenaline junkie. Oh my god. Alex that is very like unique. Like, oh, thanks, Cam. Fashion sense and she's just like you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> Alex, edgy. <laughs> yeah, she's edgy. Like if you were to see what she wears, like and them shoes that you ordered the other day. You know them. Yeah. Sandals. My my oh my, my, my co-mules. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking they're sick. <laughs> She orders random things and she pulls them off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know many people that can pull off pink hair. I or I said to me, I wasn't at your show cam when um you did that outfit, but I don't remember any other fitness routine apart when I was tanning because Laura can get wrong, but I don't know if you know this, she's obsessed with the fitness category, like she loved it. Oh really? And, yeah, every, no no joke. Doesn't matter how busy we are, she won't take a break. But she'll take a break and she'll watch the fitness routines. She'd, oh, she'd be like, we're safer. When's fitness on? She goes, I'm watching, I'm watching. And she'd, as soon as she has the glass gone on, she's like, right, I'm off for my break. And she will go and she'll just sit and watch the fitness routines. And she comes I back think, and she'll work I the whole time. I think it was Laura at my show that I made cry. Um, so she, she watched my performance and watched me come off stage. And then because I come back out stage, and like with my um I like a great big massive sword and stuff and my pro card and I was crying my eyes out and like all like friends and stuff are waiting there for me when I come back through and um she'd come over after I'd said hello to everybody and she was like oh I just want to say that um your your routine was amazing it made me cry and she was just stood there and floods of tears I was like oh, oh my yeah, god sir. like I didn't yeah, think it was, like, it wasn't even like a touching routine it just made her cry <laughs> yeah but i think it was more like seeing me like win my card that made her cry probably like because i was crying my eyes out from my joking i was like sobbing <laughs> i still remember Alex, like your routine which is it was just, i love all black you know me i love all black can't go wrong yeah. black and, white. and it's like i just love the whole thing of it like the whole atmosphere and the outfit I like the ballerina bits. I was like, it was so yeah. cool. I loved it. I love when I'm performing, like anybody can go on stage, anybody can do the criteria, but that's what I love when I, like, when I go on stage, I want to create an atmosphere in the room. So it's almost like every, it's like zoom onto me on the stage. And I want people to actually experience the routine and go through what I'm doing and they experience it with me. Yeah. That rather like, than just like you just explained your life. Like right. you want to be like <laughs> Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> rather than, you know, like just like going going on the stage and like people watching you, like you want people to to be like zoom. <laughs> Well, it works. <laughs> it works. I still remember it. I still remember it. So. Oh, good. I'm glad. There you go. Well, I will leave it there. We have covered so much. So I hope the listeners watching have found this really, really beneficial. Uh, and do make sure you go and follow these two lovely ladies on Instagram. I will leave their details below. But thank you so much, ladies, for coming on. This is fun. Thank you. I've enjoyed thank it. Thank you, Jasmine. It's all good. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next 